When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than just an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and we're coming to you live from Sierra Madre. Where is that? We're not even sure. We like to think of it as this uh, this extra-dimensional desert where paranormal phenomena spawn from the sand and 90s bands go to waste away until the Ventura County Fair needs a headliner. Pretty sure I saw Sugar Ray moving in next door. Mm. <laughs> as we all know, drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I found a couple of fellow travelers in this liminal space between worlds, this, uh, this Denny's of dimensions, and they are... Uh, Ryan, your music connoisseur. And Pedro, your mixologist. And our guest today is an accomplished singer-songwriter hailing from New Jersey. He cut his teeth playing countless gigs, including singing for mobsters, or as they call themselves, well-suited insurance guys at pizza parlors. <laughs> he has an opera degree and has toured with the likes of Mount Joy, Dodi, Rodrigo y Gabriela, and Jaya Sondara. Today, he's here to talk with us all about his quarantine album that he made in collaboration with over 10,000 fans and his latest team-up with Len and Stella. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Adam Melcher to the pod. Adam, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. What an intro. That was amazing. That might be worth the whole the whole podcast to me. Like that. Thank <laughs> and you. we're done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> great. Thank you so much. This has yeah, been a great me. show. <laughs> anyway, I've been listening to your album all week, and uh, you know, I think it's been the perfect antidote for all of the stressful moments I've had. A little very uh, cool. Yeah, a little audio Xanax, if you will. <laughs> that's that's really what it what it was supposed to be. So I I'm just trying to get into pharmaceuticals like one note at a time. <laughs> Sonic pharmaceutical. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's patent that right now, and we can yeah. talk all about that at length. But first, mm-hmm. let's check in. What has everyone been listening to this week? I'll go real quick, super super quick. Uh, I'm kind of obsessed with this this artist I found called Disco Sundays. It's just they they have uh they have some music on Spotify. Not it's I think they've only got like I think they've got less than like two thousand listeners, but it is so so good. It's just this mellow these mellow funky vibes, good remixes. It's just great stuff to listen to, and I'm 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 kind of obsessed with it right now. Disco Sundays. Going off of your uh, paranormal intro there, um, I'm listening to a single from Donovan, the classic '60s singer songwriter. It's called "I Am the Shaman," which he released in 2010. 
but it's back in the news because he just had David Lynch direct a video for it. Oh, wow. So um, I'm pretty into it. Watch all the way through to see a fun message encouraging folks to donate to Donovan's PayPal to help, <laughs> to help people uh, get into uh, transcendental meditation. So, wow. The TM boys. So that's where I am. That's where my head's at. I just donated two seventy five <laughs> to Donovan. Just under three dollars. <laughs> that's a big commitment. Does, this, does the seventy five pay like the uh, the transfer fee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. So you can get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were talking a little bit. No, we we weren't because this only happened this week. The Black Keys released their new album this week, Delta Cream. It is entirely covers of Hill Country Blues songs. You know, I put it on and was just immediately like brought back to like their first records. Like it sounds very much up that alley. They recorded it in just 10 hours at Dan Auerbach's studio. They just like got in there. They had R.L. Burnside's guitarist, Kenny Brown, and Junior Kimbrough's bassist, Eric Deaton, and they just all started jamming together. I think probably my favorite cut, Poor Boy A Long Way From Home, which is another Burnside cover. <laughs> the title of my autobiography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are not real musician names, are they? They're all just slang for different drugs they took to <laughs> knock it out in 10, in 10 hours, right? Yeah. I got to get some R.L. Burnside in me, too. <laughs> No, he's he he is he's that guy's actually mm-hmm. right. He is legendary. I think. Yep. Are, I didn't mean to insult the great Burnside, of course, but well, uh, don't add us, Burnside. No, we got we got to hear what Adam's got listening. Yeah, to. I the... I have been listening to a ridiculous amount of Feist this week. Oh, wow. Just the the album that has I feel it all on it. I'm pretty sure it's I think it's called Let It Die. I think the album's called that, but it's like the one with like one two three four on it. You know, mm. I don't know what it is, but I just like. I think one of her YouTube videos just came up, you know, on the algorithm. And I was like, oh, I remember being obsessed with this for a month. So um, I'm back in a, another month of Feist. Was it the video with like all the the different colors? Like the dancers are wearing like specific colors? I think know, it like... was a, I think it was like a late night performance. Oh, and I okay, remember, okay. and I, and that she had like basically every like relevant indie producer back like singing in the uh in the choir that she had and it was like i saw like aaron desner there and it was just so funny to like see him on tv like singing these harmonies and then just like he's just gonna be a grammy winner in 12 years i wish i could tell him that (laughs) through the screen you know so um it was it was very cool as a quick reminder Every song or artist that we mentioned on the pod goes directly onto the episode playlist. So without further ado, let's get into this hour-long talk about the Lonely Island. (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. Oh, boy. My cousins. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. So we won't do that. Uh, let's, Let's go into the Tunes and Tumblers bar instead. Now, Pedro tells me that we're having virgin drinks today, Mm -hmm. but that is okay because this bar is world famous for its mocktails. But to get in, we still need to show the bouncer your ID. Adam, what did you bring with you today? Today I brought a birthday card to prove how old I am. <laughs> today, tomorrow I turn 100 years old. So I'll be having my first mocktail. In this next, in this next century of my life, I'm not drinking any alcohol. So oh, there we go. So it's perfect for, the, for, perfect for this event. It's my white century. Did they give you a dollar for each, each year of your life the way my grandmother used to? No, I wish they gave me like $10,000 for every year, though. I just got a card that just said, you made it. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank Sounds you like it's so from much, like an insurance dude. company that you've been with for a long time. Hey, yeah. you made it. <laughs> you made it. Not without our help, though. State yeah. Farm Insurance. Yeah. We've been there. The big 100, man. Yeah, yeah big 100s. So 
you know, there, there's a couple, and maybe that might be the right year, give or take. I'm not, I wasn't very good at math, but it seems like uh, I trust my friends. I mean, so it's they changed think that's so much since then. Yeah. So is this the Andy Milanakis condition where you're? Oh my uh, god. <laughs> I think I think it might be. It might be. Well, actually, I had you know I played. Um, I did a, I did a show recently, and some guy was like drinking. It, they've all been like outdoor shows, and this guy was like. There was a, a VFW hall like next to the venue, but it was like all in the mm. backyards of it. And this guy came up to me and was like, or he's like calling me. He's like, hey, hey, kid, like come over. And I was like, I gotta go talk <laughs> hey, to him. He's like, we we he's like we all have bets about how old you are. And he's oh, like, boy. how old are you? And I said, I told him, you know, I'm turning a hundred. Now I said, I said, I said my real age, and he was like, ah oh, shit. He's like, I thought you were 19. He's like, I just lost a lot of money, <laughs> and that was it. And then he just walked away, and I was like, oh okay, well sorry, man. I should have just said, he, I should have just told him, you know. He should have like slipped me the note, you know, before I told him my age. <laughs> I would have won him a lot of money. So, but, but yeah, I try to shave my face. I don't do, um, I do like virtually no skincare. So I try to grow my acne out. So I look a lot younger. <laughs> so, the reverse, yeah, it's the reverse treatment, you know. Sell. So I maybe, yeah, Andy is a big inspiration of mine. So just take like a of bunch us. of bacon grease out of the jar and just put that on. <laughs> Slather up some new friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Exactly. Get a slice of pizza, just rub it on your face, and then eat it. It's just before you go. Oh, man, I love it. And it looks like that ID did the trick, which is weird considering our bouncer is constantly turning away kids with fakes. We also need to talk to him about him keeping all the IDs. He's not supposed to do that. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. More questions than answers every time Mostly. we talk about this bartender <laughs> in another dimension. But now that we're in here, we need some tunes. Ryan, what are we listening to today? We're listening to Lightyear, the latest single from singer-songwriter Adam Melcher, released last month on Warner Records, featuring the great Lennon Stella. And that's not all, I think. We also have a full album worth of tracks that we could dive into. The Melcher Lullaby Hotline Volume 1, if I'm not mistaken. But I think we need something to quench our thirst first. Pedro, what delicious mocktail are you mixing up for us? So since we are going into the dry century of Mr. Melcher's life, (laughs) We are drinking what I'm calling a Melcher's Virum. So when I listened to Lightyear, obviously one of the biggest themes I got from it was truth. And oh, thank you. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's all, it's all about truth and, and almost it's about truth and, and how it relates sort of to the people you love or the things you love, what you love. Um, and there being like a distance between you and those things or those people. Even for me, it, I it sort of felt like even if those people are near you, um, mm-hmm. there's sort of a rift. So there's there's almost a need to me for like a release in this song, right? It's it's sort of thinking about these things that you're feeling and a need to get those things off your chest, but maybe you want to protect what you have and the truth might just be too much for that. So you just sort of keep it all underneath the surface. So this drink, I wanted it to sort of reflect some some bitterness, but also like the sweet feeling of relief that can come with the truth. So what we've got is um, some very dark coffee. We're drinking decaf here because it's, you know, the evening. But yes. um, we've got some very dark coffee. And um, I've thrown in some Liars American Malt, which is a uh, non-alcoholic whiskey. It's very aromatic and flavorful. It's great. Wow. Um, and then to sort of give it some sweetness, to sort of round it all out, is some lavender and orange blossom syrup mixed with milk. We're using coconut milk. You can use milk or any, you know, milk substitute that you like. It's all just shaken together and thrown in there. And so it has this very dark complexion and then on the top it sort of leaves a foam for everything to just sort of be hidden under that and then on top I've garnished it with uh, just some lavender flowers and dried orange 
and that is a Melcher's Verum. That is beautiful. Can you send me that? I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to make that myself oh, when yeah. I get back to to LA. I've never had non-alcoholic whiskey, but it's um, pretty to be, good. The, yeah. To be honest, like the last the last like year or two, I I really haven't drank that much. I don't, I've been trying not to. So mm-hmm. any sort of mocktail is very good for me. So. And I also love coffee, even though I do like it caffeinated. Oh, you know, yeah. But decaf I can do, you know. It's not even so much like a full cocktail. It's really more of like an amuse-bouche of a drink. It's just a nice little thing to sort of enjoy. Nice and sweet, but you get some good. Uh, That's what some, I'm trying to make my songs, that, you know. There just, you go. Oh, just enjoy it, but just things you can enjoy. Exactly. So I think this will go perfectly with that. Yeah. yeah also, we'll, thank we'll you be sure for that description. You... It was like you were reading my journal, you know. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, thank um, you. So. And we'll, if you could yeah, return we'll be... that, I lost it. So you could return it soon. Thank uh, you. Mm, weird. See, our bouncer, he keeps everything. <laughs> I had to give it to him last time I wanted to get into the bar. I just sent in the chat an image that I took just now of the drink from the top so that you can oh, see it what beautiful. it looks like. Wow. Oh, that orange. I like how it's like aged. Yeah. It's a hundred years old. <laughs> yeah. Just like me. It was, they were both born in 1992. Yep. Good. Perfect. Well, <laughs> oh, that's sick. Thank you so much. Um, thank you. Yeah. And who says that you need liquor to have a good time? Me, but no. Ours, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> well, I'm feeling it already. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Cheers. Cheers. Here, Clink, Adam. We're trying clink. our best. Imaginary melter drink. Yeah. <laughs> Virtual clink. Yeah, we're probably going to start having people back in talking to us very soon. Yeah, whenever they want to hang out with us, mostly, mostly people yeah, don't want to. N- not even like on the pod. We just need friends. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's jump right into it. First, your your publicist mentioned that you were on a socially distanced brewery tour. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I can. It's basically down in uh, the southeast of the the U.S. and A. There's a lot of places that sort of have these bigger, you know, like a lot of the breweries have sort of converted like their back lots and yards to sort of these like, you know, pod shows essentially where they have like little like gated sort of things off for, you know, groups of people and stuff, you know, groups of two, groups of four, groups of six if they're in the same household and I think uh, a couple friends of mine were, you know, doing the shows and they asked me if I wanted to do them too, you know, do a little like co-headline run. And I was like, you know what, there's nothing more I would love to do as long as I can just get vaccinated, as long as my band can get vaccinated, you know, I think we'll all be comfortable doing it. So yeah, we went for it and it's been, um, it's been really, really fun. I mean, obviously like playing shows again has been great. It's been sorely missed, but even just seeing shows live also is just cool for me. Like even watching the band every night from the side of the stage or, you know, watching people do things and, you know, just like meeting people and just like realizing how um, important is, you know, to sort of, try to sort of get shows back going again you know i think i think shows are going to be some of the last things to open but the first things that people go to you know Mm -hmm. so um to sort of hang out with their friends so it's been really cool to see like people you know even uh, there was a couple people who drove from like philadelphia to Asheville, you know to come see me play and it was just like they're like yeah it's worth the nine hours you know like we haven't seen a concert in god knows how long so (laughs) um it's been very very cool We've been seeing like all of these festivals, all the big ones, Life is Beautiful, Outside Lands, gosh, who else? Bottle Rock. They're all releasing like these big lineups right now. And I'm just thinking, what is that even going to be like? 
Yeah. Like, am I going to want to be in the crowd at all? Probably not. <laughs> Everyone's spitting in each other's mouths. I'm going to wear a mask <laughs> for sure. First show, I'm I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. It's like I not feel even... like... Yeah, it's a lot of people have been wearing like masks, even like obviously outside and stuff. And they they really require it. Like if you're not like in the pod, like if you're going to the bathroom, you know all this stuff. So I think venues have gotten pretty used to it. But I, I'm I'm with you. I think it's like you know I I definitely kept my mask on if I wasn't singing. So you know that's basically you know all of the uh, I'm trying trying to be as safe as possible. So I may be remembering something from a dream, but wasn't there like a punk rock band that always wore like face masks i'm not talking about slipknot like i'm not i was gonna say yeah it's no i, I just mean like surgical masks like that was like their whole thing or is that Probably. is that like a covid fever dream that i dreamed of was <laughs> i had a you were dreaming of your first live show yeah i, mean, I hope so <laughs> well i know the mummies covered themselves up completely like actually in full mummy regalia mm. so technically that is a punk. face mask then Indi- oh, yeah. yeah it is <laughs> yeah someone's done it someone's done it, it has to have happened Oh, yeah. You know what? The, you know what that reminds me of though, like the Blink One Eighty Two cover of the Surgeon, like the girl who's oh, the yeah. surgeon. Oh, the so oh, yeah. I don't think she's wearing a mask though, or it even has a mask under her face. But she's got the I don't gloves. know why. That's all. It took me a long time before I realized like what was going on on that cover. Like I was a huge fan of Enema of the State when it came out, but it wasn't until like I want to say like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, that I was like, oh, that's what an Enema is. When I got my Enema, when I got <laughs> when my I first got... Enema. I'm like, oh, it's cool. You're going to let me listen to Blink? Oh, no. That's not what it means. <laughs> that was definitely one of those CDs that like kind of sat there, and I was almost afraid to like <laughs> to open yeah. it or listen to it. When I just saw the car, I was like, oh, that's not, I, yeah, boy, that's not for me. I'm not supposed to be, <laughs> I'm not supposed to be listening to this. This is against the rules. <laughs> yeah, My mom exactly. would be so mad. <laughs> but that's like from the era where you had to go into like FYE, and oh you would like God. browse through the CDs, and they had like the... The parental guidance on it, and yep. it was like Limp Biscuit, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Oh, oh yeah! Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that, oh that happened. That went like six or seven times platinum. All of you are responsible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Fye and like I. We used to have a store in New Jersey called Coconut Record or Coconuts. Oh, I don't know yeah. if we. Do you guys remember that store? I don't know if it was a chain or not, but. It was that Tower Records, FYE. That whole vibe. Rest in peace. Sam Goody. Rest in peace. Sam Goody. Sam Goody. Sam Goody, yeah. I wonder what he's up to now. <laughs> Sam Batty now. He's a crypto, yeah. uh, he's a crypto, uh, crypto billionaire. Yeah. He, he bought into <laughs> Doge coin. with the rest of us. <laughs> okay, I think we're getting a little too far away from the bit. interview. I, let's nah. talk about Lightyear. <laughs> I don't think so. Adam, you mentioned that Lightyear is a song about feeling far from the things that you love, the people you love, the places you want to be. And even the most the emotions you strive for, which I think is such a quarantine sentiment. What do you feel like you felt most disconnected from over the past year? All of the people that I was so close with, I feel like all of my family lives in New Jersey and I live in Los Angeles now and they all live in either New York City or New Jersey. And it was just weird not seeing them, you know, and, and it's not that I was it's not that. I was seeing them a lot, you know, just like flying over, you know, as much as I could, you know, but it still wasn't even as much as I wanted to. I think it was just like the fact that I couldn't, you know, and it's like once that sort of option gets taken away, then all of a sudden you're like really wanting it. And I think there's just only so much that like phone calls can do or like, you know, FaceTimes or if people can't FaceTime, you know, and I think that's sort of, you know, 
the, where the, the sentiment of the song comes from when people are like, oh, how are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm good. But like, really, are you that good? You know, it's like, how can we be, you know? So my my goal, you know, I actually started writing that song before, you know, the pandemic happened. And I think just a lot of these like sort of sad songs about being far away from the things you want to do just so happened to really like come to fruition and, you know, emotionally, you know, sort of during this time. What do you think it is about that kind of self-honesty that scares us so much? I, I think I read somewhere that statistically the most told lie is I'm fine. Mm. <laughs> so w- what do you think it is that keeps us from being that honest about how we're doing, especially, you know, being that none of us were fine over the past year? You know, I think the answer might be different for people who like are different, like Enneagram signs or different like star signs or whatever, you know, whatever you sort of believe in. But I know for me, at least, I think it is like to protect other people to not really like burden people with like how you are just because like everybody is feeling weird. So it's like almost like you want to say, you know, whether you are or not, like you want to say I'm fine, just so you can give the other person, you know, maybe some hope. It's like, oh, like, you know, if I tell my dad that I'm doing okay then he's just going to like be good until the next time we talk on the phone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think with like, with parents and family members and stuff, you know, it's like the, the, you just want like sort of good news to just sort of have to look forward to and just be like, okay, this person's good. And it's sort of like to protect those people, maybe from the real things. And, and also I think that there's just like certain things that even with everybody you love, you know, there's, you know, not everybody's going to understand a hundred percent of what you're going through. Uh, There's some things about me too, where, Maybe I'm not fine in the moment, but I know I will be. So I don't want to like stress somebody out with that, you know, and then just be like, go on this whole tirade. And then my mom's just like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, so, <laughs> but I think it is definitely just to protect. Going around the room, tell me your star sign and why you tell people you're okay. I'm a Capri Sun and I do it. <laughs> Capri Sun. <laughs> um, no, I think, but, but I mean, I agree with what Adam said. I think it's to not make waves, right? He, he's right. Like everyone's sort of going through their thing and you don't want to worry anybody. Sort of an issue of figuring out, you know, are my problems really worth telling you about? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, but yeah, a lot of times it's also just like, usually when people ask you how you're doing, you're in a set, like in a social setting and you're like, everyone's just trying to have a good time. <laughs> so it's hard <laughs> yeah, to be. You're so, not like, you want to be like, guy. I'm dead inside. Exactly. You know? So you don't want to be like, well, my dog just died, you know, or something yeah. like that. We, we've sort of got it in our heads where there's like a time and a place. And there's also like certain people that you would be okay with saying, I'm not fine too. Yeah. But it's definitely like the balance of it all, I think is good. I think it is good to like, you know, if, if things are really bad, it's probably good to talk to somebody about it. But right, I think yeah. that this this song in general is sort of about, you know, just like the maybe just figuring out the balance like within yourself of like when you should and when you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then there's like a fear of things changing. Right. Like if I say this, that's like you can't undo that. Like it's mm-hmm. out there now. What does it change? How does it change something? It's, it's, 100%. it's not a it's not a box you can close again. I think it's really interesting that we're having this conversation and one of the songs on the album is a cover of MCR's I'm Not Okay. (laughs) I remember that's really yeah that's really that's it's a good it's a good segue this is what it was for. (laughs) I remember I was just kind of like listening to the album just vibing and then all of a sudden I'm like wait I know all these lyrics. What the heck's going on? Am I having like a transcendental experience? Am I not okay? Yeah, Donovan is back, baby. That 275 went a long way. Adam, why did you decide to cover that song? So it started off as, you know, they're from New Jersey and, and I sort of was missing home and I was doing a lot of these like sort of YouTube lives and Instagram lives and all this stuff and playing for a lot of people. And I remember one day I... um played that song on it sort of in that arrangement you know whatever and when my roommate my roommate is also like 
very musically inclined. He doesn't do it as a profession, but he loves it. He's like the only person who probably like welcomes me playing guitar at like 1 a.m. He's like, oh, great. This is amazing. You know, I'm very lucky. I won the roommate lottery. Whenever he really likes something, he would either text me while I was doing it. He'd be like, what was that song you were playing? You know, just like that. Or he would just like come into the room. And in this case, he came into the room and he's like, dude, are you seriously doing this cover right now? And I was like in the middle of it. And I was like, I was, you know, and he was like, he was just like, oh, so sorry, 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 sorry. And he closed the door because he saw I was on live. And then when I walked out, you know, whatever, he was like, dude, if you recorded an actual real version of that, he said, it would literally make my life. He's like, I would listen to it on repeat. So I recorded it honestly just for him. And then like he would listen to it so much in the house, you know, like on the loudspeakers and whatever. And then so then I was sort of getting getting to the point of lullaby hotline it was like weak you know whatever and i was like man i don't know if i can come up with a song this week and i was like oh why don't i try putting this you know sort of on there as like you know the cover and i always thought that you know the one thing about like those bands like my chemical romance and and like it, like i guess nirvana is not like an emo band obviously but like these bands that sort of like um appear heavier in terms of uh sonics like those, the songs are just so amazing, you know, in all this and like, they can really be done with just like an acoustic guitar and um, it feels, it feels really good. So it was just sort of my experiment essentially. And um, it's so funny that you said that though, cause I talked to um, the drummer from Mount Joy yesterday and he was like, dude, I was listening to your album. And he's like, I heard this song and he's the same exact thing. He was like, how come I know all the words to this song? <laughs> you know? He's like, I thought you wrote it. And I was like, no, dude, I wish I wrote it. I would not be putting lullabies out. I'd be fucking, you know, going in Lamborghinis or something. I wouldn't be Sorry, talking to, the, I wouldn't to, be talking to want... these guys in fucking Sierra Madre. <laughs> no way. I would just be doing it from my Lambo. So we, we've been talking around this, but like, let's dive into it. What exactly was the Melcher Lullaby Hotline that eventually led to this album? The Melcher Lullaby Hotline was a series where I was sending out a song every week to fans on a number slash email. And it was basically, it started out with, I basically, I write a bunch of songs and I've always written a lot of songs like per week. I write a lot of songs with other people, write a lot of songs myself and not all of those songs get put out. You know, it's just like as a newer artist, you know, I can't be putting 50 songs out, you know, on an album <laughs> that no one really cares about, you know, like it's, it's, you have to sort of pick and choose like which songs are going to be singles, which ones are not going to be. And, and I think that I just sort of wanted a vehicle to sort of get those songs out and also to like test drive new songs essentially and be like, oh, well, these ones are actually hitting really well um, and these ones aren't. So maybe I'll do a full version of this, you know, full version of that, that sort of, so to speak. And um, it sort of started in February of 2020 and before the pandemic. And then once the pandemic hit, it stopped becoming a thing where I was test driving songs and it started becoming a things where I could be like, okay, I know what day it is, you know, <laughs> like I know I have a purpose to write this thing and I can actually have, you know, creative ambitions and stuff. So I think it started from maybe a place of just like, you know, maybe more like tactical and then sort of branched off into like emotionally, like I really need this, you know, mm -hmm. to have something to look forward to, to have, you know, something that the fans could look forward to. And it's, it was a complete two, two way street essentially. But um, and then oh, okay, so then the album was just twelve songs that mm -hmm. I really liked from those you know weekly series, basically twelve out of the fifty-two that I thought you know really accomplished like the sleeping Xanax part of it, you know. So that was sort of what I I really wanted because some of those songs definitely 
turned into um, other songs that will come out down the line, but I actually sort of produced out a little bit more, you know, drums or electric guitars or like a lot of strings and stuff. And these were sort of the ones that I felt like together had the most identity of lullabies. And I hear you're also a podcast host. Can you tell us a little bit about the Lullaby Hotline podcast? You know, I... I, I wish I could say I still am a podcast host. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, the the podcast gods themselves cracked down on me putting out basically unreleased music on. So it was a short-lived four-episode run of the podcast um, where I would basically talk, play some songs in between and sort of talk in between. And they were fine with the talking part and they were not fine with the singing part. So we tried to get it sort of reinstated. <laughs> it got taken down from some things, but we basically now have these podcast episodes that are sitting on my Google Drive that we will definitely be putting out in some capacity, maybe oh, on YouTube or so. But it was basically, I was doing a lot of these YouTube lives and they were long. It was like two and a half hours sometimes, like three hours sometimes, just playing and talking. And I sort of went through a lot of the episodes. I think I, I've done about like, almost 50 in total and just sort of sifted through like the good moments where it's basically just finding like my songs that are out and I would like mash them up and then talk in between and sort of do this thing. And I think it really confused the podcast gods and um, <laughs> it was not meant to be, but I was in fact a pod. And now I was planning on notice it. from your own publisher. Is that what <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, they said exactly. absolutely fucking not. <laughs> yeah. They were like, that's not cool. And I remember we even like emailed whatever anchor and then like a real person got back to us and they were like, yeah, no, sorry, this fails like the concept of a pod. And I was like, I don't know Whoa. if it does. I think maybe we just, we may have just done something that nobody's done, but it's also something that is <laughs> illegal just, in the podcast. We I told script. you it just yeah. wasn't a podcast. <laughs> yeah. They're not they ready just said for it the wasn't truth. a podcast. They might be right. Who knows? So They are not ready for the truth. No, I they're mean, not. We get they're to not call, ready for my mocktail either. We get so. to call yeah. our ramblings a podcast. You're actually and, and don't singing. Pl don't and... play guitar while you do it. Yeah, don't play guitar while you do it. Keep the guitars out of there. So. Well, hopefully hopefully there's a way for it to, to return someday. Yeah, I think if I do a little bit more talking and just a little bit less singing, then I think it'll it'll sort of be fair and it'll sort of come out in that way. But my, my goal was really to sort of start branching off and getting other artists to do it, you know, right. just their versions of like remixing maybe their songs or doing like a lullaby set, you know, but... It, it would it would have just gone more music. That's really what the, the goal was to just keep doing <laughs> the music parts of it. So it sort of defeated the purpose. But I did have a one month stint where I was able to don the podcast host title valiantly. Well, I think well, yeah, I, the key the key going forward is uh, the public domain. You got you got to only do you got to whip out the classics, Adam. You got to stick <laughs> with Turkey in the Straw. <laughs> How much is that doggy in the window? Uh, mm -hmm. Skip to my loo. You know, and, Beet and Beethoven's third symphony. There you go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Claire de Lune. That's my Claire next match. That's it. Uh, yes, that's episode five. Yeah. <laughs> Just me playing Claire de Lune like really shittily for 20 minutes. Do yeah. lullaby, do lullaby versions of like iPhone ringtones, like the ones that come with your phone. <laughs> oh boy. Ad Adam minds the public domain. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like that one. We're I giving like that you gold idea. right now, man. Certainly. I know. Something. I just, it's, it's, it's like you guys are giving me like, you know, creative Bitcoin. I feel early. We're getting <laughs> I, in on it early. So. 
<laughs> we're we're like Bitcoin and other cryptos. We're gonna we're gonna give you the idea and get in, and then we're gonna just fucking dip. <laughs> and that's how we're gonna be. Like never crypto. heard of him. Yeah, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, we've never no talked idea to the guy, actually. what anybody's talking about, except I do. So. Um, I have a question about a particular song on the album. So yes. uh, I choose you. So this is labeled on the DSPs as a wedding version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what makes it? Can you tell? Can you talk a little bit about the? evolution of that or like was there a version basically why is it why is it the wedding version what about it made it become the wedding version so when i originally wrote that i wrote that with my friends nick and leroy and this version the wedding version was the version that we came out with after the first day it was sort of just piano and vocals there was actually no strings no sort of slide guitar on it or anything and then what happened was is um, in 2019, I went to, I did this thing, I did an EP called Summer Camp. And it was basically like me and three friends just going into the studio for four days and just trying out all my songs and having everybody just do whatever they want on, you know, and just like sort of accepting all of it, getting to it. And maybe we only use these, whatever. So nice. I brought in I Choose You and I played that version basically, you know, in the session, like on the piano, because I was like, oh, maybe we could do this song. And we had just so happened to be taking um, mushrooms that day. And then it became the one of the producers was just like, why don't we try doing this song? But if you were playing it to like your Ecuadorian family at like a party, because my dad's from Ecuador. So I was just like, OK, sounds good. And I just started just started really strumming it. And that became the official version. And I really loved it. And everybody, you know, my label was very happy about it. My managers were. But still, Leroy and Nick were like, you know what? I get why this happened, but we really do think that this version is the most beautiful. And like, we mm-hmm. sort of wrote this, you know, for that. So I was, I always like sort of told him, I was like, you know what? I, I promise like I choose you will do well enough to like constitute putting out another version of it that people can have reference back to. And when we started doing this little by hotline thing, I was like, you know what, maybe this is like the time to do it. And I think it's kind of cool. It's like sort of the demo essentially of what that song was. And just like a little beefed up, you know, we had like a string arrangement for it. We had, you know, a pedal steel player and it wound up being one of like the most beautiful ones on it. And um, I think my sister is actually using it for her wedding. So I think I'm I'm supposed to play that version while she's dancing, you know, with her husband. So, you know, it's all, it's all good. It's all, it's, there's always reason, but that, yeah, it was basically the demo version. And I, I think that a lot of the songs that came out on the lullaby hotline sort of were the demo versions of songs, you know, and it was almost like that one's maybe the one case of it being like a demo in reverse. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, the demo mm-hmm. version, like coming out after the song where a lot of these are sort of like demos in reverse, like, there's a song called it's just my heart which is the voice memo and you know right. i've been working diligently not successfully on like a full version of that song you know maybe to release later down the line so we'll see what happens well i think with any luck i choose you will um will knock out feists one two three four out of the uh, wedding canon oh i'd love to be i'd love to open up for i'd love to be like <laughs> the father-daughter dance to that or whatever you know whatever it does oh but. yeah move over ed sheeran <laughs> oh god please a little bit of a non sequitur but uh, a couple years ago um one of our friends got married got married and they had a string quartet and they they left the altar and they were playing walking on a dream mm-hmm. by uh empire, empire of, of the, the sun, sun string quartet wow they played so That's many sick. good songs yeah like there was nothing but covers and like all really like rec- like recognizable stuff they weren't just background noise yeah they were amazing like, you know what you know who did did you guys see westworld 
Oh yes. yeah. Yeah, Westworld yes. did that. They like were like doing string arrangements of like Radiohead songs, not like mm-hmm. walking, not like very popular songs, but like there was always like that sort of like, wait, is this what I think it is? And then you know, it was that. So mm-hmm. yeah, like that um, scene where they do paint it black. Yeah, yeah. I was like yeah. a good two minutes. And I was like, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, wait. <laughs> that's totally it. It was so good. You can't go wrong with it, but that's great to have it at the wedding. That's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't want my wedding to be anything like Westworld, except maybe the music. <laughs> oh. So not the blood. Yeah, are you kidding? No blood. I, I, I do want like the Wild West robots <laughs> killing each other. That sounds like yeah, a great way. Sounds like a great way to break up, you know, the party just yep. for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right after dinner. It's a yeah, great. Yeah, see what everyone's made of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, Whoever... I've had some suspicions. Okay, and you just confirmed it. Whoever's left gets to dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time for us to switch gears very quickly, but I want to ask one more question of the room. First, Adam, I love the idea of a lullaby hotline, Mm -hmm. something you can call to just even you out, help you drift off. So my Mm -hmm. question for everyone is, what would you hear on a lullaby hotline tailored specifically to you? I already have an answer, and I think everyone here knows because I've been saying it for a long time. Is it just the sound of Topo Chico bubbles? That's a good thing. It'll be that (laughs) plus episodes of Drew's other podcast, Fuckboy Book Club. Oh, my God. Because I do that anyway. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's something about his voice and Devin's voice and Aaron's voice that, like, I put it on. I'm like, okay, time to go to sleep. And they're like, this is an indictment of terrible men and the terrible things they write. And I'm like, ah, yes. Here we go. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Slumber. Wow. So that's mine. The fact that you can sleep to that is telling. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping soundly. <laughs> I don't know. There's a couple things I put on. Number one it. is the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. If yes. anyone's ever listened to that before, oh, yeah. that's a really great. They were kind of like a 70s British. Uh, they are an orchestra, I guess, but it's like a mix of kind of like pastoral pop and like kind of string quartet uh, arrangements and such. That's really great wow. stuff. Yeah, I recommend it. I've never heard of that before. I'm definitely going to listen to that. I think, you, well, you know, the funny thing about it was the art drew me in. It was one of those things where I saw the album and I just got it. I had no idea what it was. It was just one of those things, you know, I think I saw it at Amoeba and I was like, well, that looks like it'll at least be interesting. And it ended up being my most, like one of my favorite things. But there's this great project called Superposition that's uh, um, Justin Beretta from the Glitch Mob and they've paired ambient recordings with spoken word so they've gotten like uh alan watts you know eckhart tolle some of these new age speakers and they've put some of their lectures over ambient music and that is pretty so you get smarter as you sleep (laughs) right (laughs) you yeah it's expansive it's expansive musically and based on what you're hearing so that's probably a good that'd be my my playlist probably the flip side of that is what if uh what if the record starts skipping like that episode of dexter's lab where he's trying to learn French in his sleep. Omelette du fromage. Omelette I'm just re- du fromage. I guess if I'm just repeating Alan Watts all the time, I'm not going to be that out of place in East LA. So I'm be fine. But uh, <laughs> Pedro's got something. Podcasts are good. Are always good. I, I always like listening to podcasts when I go to bed, especially ones I've heard already. Like as long as mm. if, I, if I can't, if I don't have to pay attention to it, it's good to just nod off while people are talking. Um, if it's music, seeing cake have a great album called oh, We. Oh yeah. That's mm. great for sleep. Also, Rye is very relaxing. Yeah, I think those two. What about you, gotcha. Adam? I I really like listening to Sigur Ross before I go to bed because oh, yeah. you can't hear anything they're saying, and it's mm. just so hopeful. I'm just like, yeah. wow, my dreams are going to be so epic. So I usually <laughs> – well, the certain albums, like the, the, the Agatis 
Birnum one. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. The one with like the little, you know, like the baby <laughs> on it. But then there's one that's like sort of like green and it's like light green and light yellow. And it's, I forget which one, but that one is like the super slow album. And that's the one that I usually put on. I'm starting to get sleepy just thinking about all these things. <laughs> Do you know about Should this? Should we take a nap on the pad podcast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know about the singer? Uh, or he, He's an artist, a, a Spanish artist who goes by El, El Guincho. And he was oh, sort yeah. of known. You know him, yeah. He was, well, he, I didn't know this, but he was known as a musician previously to being a recording artist for, he get hired out as an expert lullaby singer for oh, really? children in like Spanish speaking countries. Hmm. So that's a job wow. that you can have, so called a nanny here <laughs> uh yeah el quincho so. is the fucking best nanny ever that's sick <laughs> but that's wild like hiring a, a lullaby singer is that would be dope. I, i'd like to have that budget for big sure pl- it's like a big flex yeah i hire someone to sing my child to sleep thank you that's yeah. that's something you drop to kind of show off like so i was talking to my lullaby singer uh, <laughs> yeah, <today>. yeah. <laughs> I was talking to my sleep specialist. He's the one who does Bombay, right? <laughs> yeah, Bombay, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good, it's good He's stuff. Really good. My poodle's Crazy. death doula. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, boy. I'm just thinking about like other things that you can... Other fun jobs. <laughs> other rich, yeah, other rich people things. I hate how not out of the realm of possibility that is. <laughs> All right, I think we're running out of time, so who's ready to play our favorite game? Mood. All right, let's play some hashtag mood. Drew, hit that theme song. Thank you, Drew, for blasting out our eardrums. And what? thank you to uh, what? to Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty for our Hashtag Mood theme song. Adam, Hashtag Mood is a game we like to play at the end of every podcast to test our playlist building skills. What we're going to do now is go over to the Tunes and Tumblers hotline where fans call in with their moods, things that they've been feeling, things that they've been thinking, things that they need a soundtrack for. We will listen to whatever that is, and each of us will get a chance to pick one song, any song, to match that mood. So, Drew, do we have uh, a, a, a message queued up? You have one new message. Hey, Tunes and Tumblers, this is Kurt Nolan. The mood I've been having lately is, jeez, uh, it's living inside your own life while you watch it die around you. while you're preparing for a new life that you're both a little excited by and pretty terrified of you know um, you know the person that you've been with for jesus 23 years suddenly tells you on christmas eve that they've only stayed with you because they didn't think there was anything better out there and uh then you uproot your life and try to save your marriage and end up in a really low-paying job. And Sweet Jesus. Then they didn't go to therapy okay? with you like they said they would, and they actually just want a divorce. And then at the same time, you know, that sucks. It's like, okay, well, they didn't really like me that much, so I'm excited about this other thing. And you're sitting there 
picking out, you know, what color you want the cushions on your really awesome new couch. <laughs> uh, realizing that you're going to be sitting on it watching TV alone. So you're excited about your couch, but... I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm bad at the prospect of... <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Who's going to be there if anybody? Drew... Drew, what the hell? <laughs> Drew, That's can not we... depressing at all. Jeez. Oh, Have a great week. Still going. Bye. Have a great week. <laughs> yeah, Drew, we're gonna we're gonna get the mood going, but if you could go ahead and call him, <laughs> make sure he's make okay. Sure he's okay. We're gonna give. I have him. the perfect song for him. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Logic's one eight hundred two seven three. Oh no. I, mine. I don't think it needs any explanation. It's called Couch Potato by Jacoby. <laughs> Jeez. And Anthony. Oh, am I a couch potato? <laughs> oh no, no, no! I'm saying you're next if you want to be. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So I was thinking about the prospect of the future, mm. and and maybe maybe you know time is a great healer. We're all gonna look back on this one day and laugh and realize I'm in love with my life by phases. Oh, that's that's uh, nice. Yeah, nice. the the lyrics of that song just go: I'm in love with my life. I'm in love with my life. I'm in love with my life. Just repeat just it. Keep saying it till it's true, boy. Mm-hmm. Just like the call we listen to. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to go with uh, kind of a bittersweet one from the Weaker Thans called Sun in an Empty Room. Oh, no. And uh, it's a beautiful song, actually. Um, take this moment to decide if we meant it, if we tried, or felt around uh, for far too much from things that accidentally touched. Sun in an Empty Room. It's a beautiful thing about... Wow. It talks about furniture. So it's real. Actually, this might be... It might have been written one. about him. Oh man! Inspired by our friend Kurt, but it's a good one. Oh, Kurt. it's a good one. Wow! But You're gonna be we fine, save, Kurt. We save the best for last, of course. Well, I was I that, that those are such beautiful options. Um, I I I sort of had like a little two part one. I think one of them yes. is definitely Bop by the Baby. This dude definitely <laughs> needs some shit with some Bop in it. Yes. So. This that like the attitude. Yes. It needs to look towards the future. Forget about the past, baby. Get some shit with some bop in it. Um, but if you really want to ruminate on the past, I think a great song for that is like "Strings That Tie to You" by John Bryan. Hmm. So it's a song that's from oh. "Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind," and it's just whenever I'm like, you know, I think it's like from the wrinkles of my forehead to the mud upon my shoes everything's a memory with strings that tie to you. So maybe he might hmm. see this person's, you know, the couch, whatever. But if he gets some shit with some bop in it, he does not have to listen to strings that tie to you. <laughs> Just two ends of the spectrum right there. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? I got. I never got the chance to catch him at Largo. I never caught one of those shows. Oh, John Bryan at Largo. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever I, see but, one of those? Yeah. I saw it the first month I moved here uh, to LA in July of 2018. I saw him at oh, like man. the last day there. Nice. And, that dude just drinks a lot of Guinness and plays every song that's requested. He just does not. He doesn't come prepared with anything. He just plays like it's incredible. So good. I'd love to see that man. He's yeah, legendary. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, Adam, thank you for you know helping us playlist our. I, I want to say that was our darkest mood to date, and that's saying something. Amazing. We we did have the one where somebody wakes up in Van not in a Van Nuys parking lot with no idea how they got there. I told you not to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Leave us a message by calling the Tunes and Tumblers hotline at 626-604-6477. Let us know how you're feeling, and we'll give you the perfect soundtrack for it. And who knows, your favorite artist may even hear your voice on the air. Give us something fun, too. We've had 
<laughs> you got some dark shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it. We're coming out of quarantine. People have some stuff to deal with. Yeah. We've all dealt with this differently. Yep. We're all getting a new couch. New couches. 100%. All around. Yeah. But with that, the lights are coming on. They're ringing that big old bell. We got to down these Paps Blue Ribbons. It's last call. <laughs> Who's got any lingering thoughts about Lightyear, about the Melcher Lullaby Hotline, Volume 1, about our star signs and why we tell people we're okay? I just love your music, Adam. Very inspiring oh. stuff. Thank you so much for making it. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. My my final thoughts are I feel lucky to be able to talk about it for an hour. So thank you guys for giving me that opportunity. Of course. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. And I just want to say that maybe the Melcher Lullaby Hotline Volume 1 is something that we should send to Kurt. That might be very... Maybe. Yeah. Start forgetting, start forgetting death. Ter, uh, Definitely Kurt, that one. Right? There's also a song called Begin Again on there too, which oh. may be more positive too for him. Perfect. So. Yeah, I love all the horns you added on it too, especially the Start Forgetting Death one. It almost sounds like a one from Love, from Arthur Lee and Love with the horns. Oh, wow. The, you know, that's, yeah, that's I just, what I thought at first when I heard it. I wanted kind of the sweeping. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As much horns as possible. That's what I always like tell myself whenever I think of production. <laughs> so I'm usually dialing back trumpet sounds. So <laughs> I'm glad that one made it. Yeah, I, yeah, big fan. But yeah, so you're so you're on a but you are on tour though, correct? Can people see you? I am. You I'm on some kind of tour. Two? Yeah. So okay. uh, it's just the 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 social distance tour. Hopefully, we they won't have to be too socially distanced for long, you know. But we announced a a fall headline tour, which is supposedly indoors. So um, I think people will definitely be encouraged to wear masks if they see fit, and hopefully things will get figured out by then and i hope it really i really hope it just happens so i i'm just gonna wait until i'm like on the stage to really feel like it's gonna happen so amazing before we go is there anything else you would like to plug no just honestly just tickets to the fall headline tour are out now and hopefully there'll be more music soon more lullabies we'll see get yourselves vaccinated so that these tours can happen yes thank you so much adam this has been an absolute pleasure Thank you for having me. So yeah, thank sick. you very much, Adam. And I think I'm ready to go uh, put on some lullabies and drift off. Let's find Kurt first. Let's make sure. Yes. <laughs> we'll have a group nap session with Kurt. Yeah. You yes. are loved. And thank You're you loved, all Kurt. for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast. Be sure to like the show and Atwood on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out a lot. Tunes and Tumblers was produced as always by Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. We're off next week, but we'll be back in June with another slate of amazing guests. And until then, cheers. 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 Clink.